As I was. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? Forty years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Group. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For Glorious. Hello, my friend. Hi, how are you? I've missed you so much. What's going on in your world? So much and not a lot. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. It's coming up on the Christmas. I missed you last week. I had to do a show on my own, and I know you don't listen, so uh, I'm good there. Super mad at my brother right now. Wait, which one? Uh, Number three. Oh, okay. Number three decided he was going to go on a radio show with Jeff T-Bone Taylor. Yeah. I really don't care. It's not like I peed on him. Well, I'm, I might have peed on him. He is my younger brother. But uh, I am I, I am upset with the fact that he went on a radio show with another guy with the um, name T-Bone. Nom de plus. Another nom de plus by the name of T-Bone. It's quite upsetting. Also because he hasn't been on your show. Rude. And he did a good job. And that makes oh. me angrier. Because he's dressed up as the Grinch, he's doing the Grinch voices, he's, he's being as Grinchy as Grinch can be, but he's on another guy's show. That's very upsetting <laughs> to me. Him well. he I, had a great, I am great super um, fragile this week. I'm very upset this week. So, you don't know this, I took my staff to breakfast. And I went to a restaurant that I haven't been to in over 30 years. I took my staff to Denny's. Now, we weren't supposed to go to Denny's. We were supposed to go to the Metro Diner. But for some reason, in central Pennsylvania, opening up for breakfast before 8 o'clock is a very rare thing. How Spanish of them. Yes, because most people are at work by 8 o'clock. So going to breakfast after 8 o'clock is unusual, if you will. So I take my staff out to Denny's. That opens at 6 o'clock. We have a great time. I thought Denny's was 24 hours. No, no. (laughs) Those days are gone, my friend. Oh, my God. And it's funny because I was telling the story about how in in the days of yore, after a night of clubbing, you had two restaurant options. Do you know what those restaurant options were? Ooh, I'm from Austin, so we had a lot of options. Uh, well, for the rest of America, it, most, but most of the time, it was well, we had it was three. It was either Denny's, IHOP, or Waffle House. So IHOP isn't a thing anymore. It just they're very few and far between. It takes a lot to find an IHOP. There's and- one on Fort Washington and <laughs> one eighty nine. <laughs> I. Uh, in my clubbing days, I, there there weren't a lot of IHOP options, but there was always a Waffle House and always a Denny's. And if you wanted to go for the fights, you went to the Waffle House. Absolutely. So uh, my friend uh, Roy Wood Jr., he, uh, he got a gig on The Daily Show working with Trevor Noah. And one of the last skits that they did together was Roy took Trevor to an American Waffle House at 3 in the morning. <laughs> and for those who know, a waffle... I mean, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a great Waffle House story. Uh, we were in Anniston, Alabama, and uh, we had been out for a night of clubbing, and we go to the Waffle House. We decide that out of the two options we had, Denny's or Waffle House, we went to Waffle House. So it's about four o'clock in the morning. It's a long night of partying and all hizzle breaks loose. It's just, it's a, it, it, everybody's arguing, everybody's fighting. It's a bad night. And then the, it, it gets worse when the Waffle House just erupts. Like literally everybody is fighting except for my booth. And uh, the police, they know this is coming, so they're on standby, and they roll in. And the Aniston, Alabama police roll in with a police dog who comes in and barks. Scares the living bejesus out of most people. Jumps in my booth, the non-fighting booth, and takes the steak off on my plate. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good boy. Good buddy. Takes the steak off my plate and just starts eating. Does not care at all about all of the violence erupting around him. Just eating my steak. Now, there He's are really many... The ma- smartest there are- person to enter the <laughs> There are many options that dog had. He could have stole everybody else's steak but mine. But no, the peaceful booth. He leaps on the, 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 the table, takes my steak, and eats it. Now, later, and this is only like seconds later because he eats my steak rather rapidly, he does <laughs> chomp down on some ne'er-do-wells. He, he, does, he, he gets him some people bites, but he ate my steak first. So anyway, guys. <laughs> I take my staff. I take my staff to Denny's. First time I've been to a Denny's in 30 years. And I have a wonderful waitress. Uh, her name is Chelsea. And uh, she's got two children. And she's a, a wonderful lady because we're the only customers. She's super attentive. But it's the holidays. And I want to do something special for Chelsea at Denny's. So I brought along with me a Christmas card. And inside that Christmas card, I put one of the newly acquired Lunsby stickers, which in case you didn't know, work amazing as Christmas ornaments. The Taney family <laughs> The Taney family puts a hole in the top of it. It's kind of Christmas tree shaped and they put it on their Christmas tree and then they rewarded us with pictures of said thing. So I take one of those stickers, I throw it in an envelope. I uh, put a Christmas card in there. It says Merry Christmas. I put her name on it because, you know, I want it to be personal and I slip a $100 bill in there. I'm thinking, okay, she would be appreciative. She would follow up with the search tag, uh, the hashtag L-U-N-S-B. She would follow up. She would find out who we are. If nothing, she would just go on, on our Facebook page and say, thank you. That's all I was looking at. Maybe a thank you. I wasn't looking at her to post it up as an ornament and spread the word of glory or any of those things. Just a thank you. And she didn't. And I'm thinking, maybe... Chelsea didn't get the envelope because, you know, when you work at a restaurant and and I'm seeing this a lot nowadays, some young lady got a tip for thirteen hundred dollars. She had to spend she had to give three hundred dollars to the cook staff because this is a new thing. This is not something that happened when I was a waiter or when I was the cook staff. When I was the cook staff, we didn't get tips, but we got the full minimum wage. And then uh, the when I was a waiter, we didn't get full minimum wage, but we also didn't have to share our tips with the cook staff. And it was very unusual to get a large tip. But apparently the thing that's trending on TikTok now is is there's people going around giving these gigantic tips to an individual waitress or waiter for doing an amazing job. And then the news story always says, well, they had to share X amount with the wait- with the cook staff. So I didn't want her to share it with the cook staff because it's only 100 bucks, but it's 100 bucks. You know what I'm saying? If you're working at Denny's, that should be like a big deal. Yeah, maybe maybe the busboy took it. Maybe the cook staff took it. I don't know, but I, I feel bad. directly to my, my, my waiter or waitress. Because I don't trust people. Because I'm not a trusting person. I am also not a trusting person. I also used to bartend and barback, and I've watched all kinds of people put their hands in tip jars, swipe swipe cash off the bar, and when you no barbacked, did you get tips? I, I I was paid hourly. It was up to the exactly. bartender. Like if they if they wanted to tip out, at, if they wanted when I worked at the door and I worked as a barback. It was up to the bartenders. Most bartenders would tip us out. But if they had a bad night, no one expected it. If they had a good night. Well, those are the days of yore because now everyone (laughs) expects tips. Everyone expects tips. God, I hate the way we do things in America. I really do. (laughs) I do love it here. Because in Spain, exactly. They pay their employees enough where you don't have to supplement their income. Tipping is frowned upon in most European countries. And if you do tip, it's generally not 15%. It's generally a couple of euros. Whatever's left out of the change, really. Yeah. Thank you. You did a great job. Here's a little extra. Unless... (laughs) Unless your waiter happens to be American. (laughs) 
Yes. If you live in Spain and your waiter happens to be American, and I think you know who I'm talking about. I do. He will go. He, uh, they will go up on Facebook and they'll say something along the lines of, "I don't, I don't know. Should I tip in Spain? I don't know what they're talking with that accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go on Facebook and they say, "I don't think I, I, I don't know how to not tip." And and then our friend, our mutual friend, will go on there like, "Hold the door." You could tip all you want. Uh, and when when I was waiting tables, the minimum wage was two dollars and one cent. And I think all of these years later, it's now two dollars and thirteen cents. Yeah, I think it was two oh seven when I was bartending, and that was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. But when I worked the door, I was fifteen an hour. Right. It's a different wage. The, the owners of be. the establishment I worked at paid very well. It shouldn't be. It should be one wage for all hourly employees. And then the expectation tip should no longer be. And if you do tip, it's because you received extraordinary, extraordinary service. But uh, but this is America and we do things differently and... I think it's, what am I paying? It's, it's like insurance. What am I paying for if I have to pay more? So I think. Why is the pizza $30? And now not only do I have to pay $30 for your mediocre pizza, but now I have to pay your staff for delivering it. You're not paying them to show up. On on two fronts, on two fronts. You have, I don't think there's any such thing as free delivery anymore. No, so now no. if you order something, you have to pay, you have to pay the delivery charge mm-hmm. and you're expected to tip. When they first started doing this, I was in Jacksonville. This is probably 2009. I think it's before I went down range. 2009. Yeah, that seems right. And uh, I just wanted a pizza and I was willing to tip the guy. But the delivery charge was $4 on a $10 pizza. So I got the $10 pizza, the $4 delivery charge. And when the guy shows up, I'm like, I'm sorry. I paid for a delivery charge. I'm not tipping in addition to. I'm not paying 50% of the price of the pizza or more. You know, if I had just given him a dollar, that would have been 50% of the price of the pizza. I'm not paying 50% for the price. Of course, I was was a little bit more. uh, I didn't have the financial means I have now. Now I pride myself on the fact that I overtip everything and around this time of the year it is not unusual for me to drop some benjamins and uh i thought chelsea at the wall at, at, at the denny's would have at least said thank you and she all she had to do was go on the website she didn't have to make it public or anything she could have gone on the website she could have saw who i was she could have private messaged me and said thank you and i would have felt like i did something special but instead without her doing that I feel like somebody stole old girl's tip in an envelope with her name on it. And that upsets me. So because I don't like confrontation anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not a confrontation. Today? I'm, not, I'm not afraid of confrontation. I just don't like it. So because I don't like confrontation, I will probably never go to Denny's again. You're going to call ahead. Is Chelsea working? Because how awkward would it be? No, thank you. Uh, It was only $100 or what $100? You know, it's going to be one of the two extremes. Or, you know, she serves 1 million people and you walk in and she doesn't remember you. That that hurts even more. I want to be remembered as the the nice guy, the guy who did something special. What if she didn't get it and then she doesn't remember you? Or she remembers you as the guy that that brought his staff in and then didn't tip. So we did tip. All right. So the bill isn't that large. And and my philosophy is this. I've always had this philosophy. Um, I would love to put everyone in my will. I would love to take care of everybody. When I die, I would like everybody to get a piece of me. But the problem with that is, if I do that, I don't know because I'm dead. So I don't know. So every opportunity I have, I treat my friends to dinner, to lunch, to break. I treat my people because that's an opportunity to share my money now while I'm alive. Now, I don't do it all the time. 
let me be clear. I don't do it all the time because you you summon the guns. You summon the guns <laughs> would take advantage of me, and then you would invite me out all the time. But when I feel like no one's expecting it, I buy breakfast, lunch, or dinner wherever it should be. Um, that's my that, 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 that's my philosophy. What was I saying? Everyone gets a PCU, so you try to take people out. Everyone tipped. You tipped. Oh yeah, yeah. But if I do that for you, I always say, hey, I love you guys. If I could put you in my will, I would, but I can't. So I'm buying I'm buying breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And since you're not buying, feel free to tip more. And uh, it just so happened on this particular breakfast, nobody had cash on them. Everybody was expecting to pay with a credit card. So our bill was X amount. And our tip was not even 10%. Well, you know, it was it was 10%. Let's see. I gotta do the math in my head real quick. It was it was 50, and we tipped 10, 55, rounded out to 60. 60, and we tipped 10, 60, that's 10% is six dollars. Actually, it was pretty close. Yeah. It was it was pretty close. And separately, there was an envelope that said Merry Christmas with a Lunsby sticker and a crisp hundred dollar bill. It it upset me. And and Maybe was, she just hasn't had a chance. But that was that was on Friday and we're but filming this a day or taping this a day later. She's had a chance to say thank I you. I mean, okay, she has kids, right? So she gets off her shift in time to go pick them up from the thing, school, daycare, whatever. She's got the card in her purse. She gets home. She's making dinner, trying to get everyone situated. You know, she'll she'll probably come across it when she goes out next time and she's rooting around in her bag. Okay, I I love you because you are forever the optimist. I also am a backpack person and I found 50 euro in there yesterday because it poured down rain and I had to dump everything out of my bag. There was a red envelope on the table with her name on it. You're assuming she picked up the envelope and put it in her backpack or her purse or whatever means of conveyance that she has. If gives me $100 and I am expected to share, again, I trust no one, I'd probably open it and be like, oh, and I would hide that immediately, immediately. <laughs> I may be an optimist, but I am also not a dum-dum and I like nice things. So I would immediately hide that $100 bill. Okay, she hit it. Now she's opened it. Now she sees the Lunsby sticker. She sees a $100 bill. She sees a Christmas card that says Merry Christmas, Chelsea. What does it kill her? What does it kill her to come on here and say thank you? You you and I have, we have time, but single parents or parents- She's had time. The the detriment of this situation is I am now afraid to continue this experiment of dropping $100 bills, a sticker, and a Christmas card to anyone that I deal with. Because, you know, I used to put it in their hand, put it in their hand. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure you get this. Happy holidays. Okay. The next person that gets a special, and I'm I'm only doing this. If if anybody's listening that is a server in the server industry, I'm only doing this during the holidays of the year 2022. I don't want you to think that I do this every day. But in in the, the other experiment that I wanted to do, I wanted to start running ads in small markets. Uh, it looked like the winner in the in the decision making process was going to be um, St. Augustine, Florida, which is a lovely city. I've got friends there. It's beautiful. I was just going to run an ad. The ad was going to say anything other than hashtag Lunsby. That's all it was going to say. But I couldn't figure out how to do it because uh, I'm an idiot. And because I'm an idiot... I haven't run the ad yet, but the ad would have cost me half as much, even if I ran it for like nine weeks, uh, than it cost me to tip the lovely lady who served us at Denny's. Well, you like the you like the new ones, bees? I do. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, here's the deal. Uh, We use this thing called the Sticker App, and uh, Chick Brew created a graphic that's got uh, a microphone, a headset, and hashtag Lunsby on it. It looks like it's bleeding, but I assure you it's not bleeding. It's just running paint. Uh, the first person to receive one of this was the Taney family. The Taney family, being as ingenuitive as they are, 
punched a hole in the top of it, ran a string through it, and it makes a beautiful Christmas uh, ornament. And there's a QR code on the back side of it. If you scan the QR code, it takes you straight to our Facebook page. It's a wonderful thing. So far, I've used three. I gave one to the Taney family. I used the sticker option and hung one up in my smoke pit. And I gave one to Chelsea at Denny's. I have also put out on the website, after somebody posted a picture of them using it as a Christmas ornament, I said out on the website, it's like, PM me your address, and I will send you your own Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew uh, Christmas ornament slash sticker. Nobody has sent me. Nobody. Uh, there are people like, yes, me, please. But nobody has sent me their, their uh, address. Yeah, Our friend Jose, Kimber, and the boys, they oh, such a sweet lady. Kimber sends me a Christmas card pretty, pretty regularly. I don't know who trained this woman to be amazing, but they did a great job. <laughs> so I don't get a Christmas card from anybody, but I'm guaranteed every year to get a Christmas card from the Cologne family. So uh, it's so strange. If you were to visit my house, in my house, you will see pictures of me. You will see pictures of my wife. You will see pictures of my children. And uh, on my refrigerator, you will see pictures of an Asian family. <laughs> an, Asian, an Asian Puerto Rican family. I think, I think the colognes are Puerto Rican. I don't know. An Asian slash Latin family. On my fridge. And it was so funny when Jose hit me up. He said, what's your what's your mailing address? I was like, uh, why? He's like, oh, you know, I got to do the Christmas card thing. And I was like, you don't have to. I have a picture from years ago of you, your wife, and your children on my refrigerator. <laughs> I, uh, you can send an update, but you're already. So, I, again, this family that I don't have a blood relationship with has multiple spaces on my refrigerator for their family portrait. <laughs> I just want you to, like, start a scrapbook of their Christmas cards. Like, their family I portrait. could. And this is, this is the Cologne family. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then after I received that Christmas card, which is the only Christmas card we received that had a picture, a family photo in it, I do receive Christmas cards from other people. But it's just, you know, Merry Christmas, signed somebody. And those are those are so sweet and so nice, and I'm not good at doing it. So I'm going to send out Christmas cards this year. And I'm going to send out Christmas cards, and it's not going to have a family photo in it. It's just going to have a Lunsby sticker slash ornament inside it. <laughs> I, I, use, I use a sticker for my business card for my cooking business, and it has been – I've gotten a pretty good number of followers. Just I have them in a little tin in my backpack, and I just – no, I'm very, I'm very appreciative of it. Plus, you, you don't send me very many things in our, our, our years long relationship. It's not like you send me anything very often. So I was, I was appreciative. I thank it, thank you for it. I even got you the shiny ones. They are very shiny, but very the, shiny. Uh, the fact that they bleed is a little spooky. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> well, that is a, that is a good segment of palaver. That's a good segment of us parlaying, a good segment of us talking back and forth. Maybe. Oh, we do have to talk about cars. I didn't make a jingle for it. I, I, I made a jingle for it, but it was a horrible jingle for it. One of our listeners, Austin, he's, a, he's, he's musically inclined. And uh, Austin, I'm asking you for some background music for the, for the, the lead in to the segment about cars. And, and I, I've done it. And it's just like, uh, cars. Cars, confusion. It, it, it was what I had initially done. Total confusion <laughs> in cars. <laughs> but uh, Austin, if you can give us some good music for that, we'll we'll make that a regular part of the show. So, uh, all right, we're just going to jump ahead to cars, cars, confusion. What what have you learned with your brand new Tesla? Other than the fact that it loves free speech. <laughs> okay, it does actually. Um, it just updated for their holiday update, and I can now make it fart from the app, <laughs> which is. But you've always been able to make it fart from the app. No, 
not from the app. From you've inside said, the car. You have said on the show, if you ever no. get into my car in the passenger seat, you're going to fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not from the app. You will fart if you sit in my passenger seat. Uh-huh. But now I can be outside the car. I can go into the security feature. I can open the live view and I can make the car fart. And it makes a loud farting sound through the speaker like the megaphone thing, which has been a great source of enjoyment. We have had a lot of visiting sailors who have been lingering around in the parking lot waiting for buses. And my coworkers and I have just been having the car fart at them. It has been, yeah, lots of different, it has a variety. It's not just one sound. So, so that's my, that's my fun with the car. So this is the second option on your overly priced earth destroying Tesla. Yes. Yes. Uh, that you've shared with us and both of both of them have revolved around farts. So fun. I can see why Tesla stock is down. I don't have stock in Tesla, so I again don't care. <laughs> yes, I didn't have stock in DeLorean in the 80s, so I didn't care. But if I bought a DeLorean and they went out of business, you know who would care? I would care. So when Tesla goes out of business because your machine concentrates more on fart sounds and free speech, then, uh, then. <laughs> so uh, in the world of cars, cars, confusion, I broke out the, uh, I know it's so, it's so bad. <laughs> I broke out the instruction manual and tried to figure out how to use my hands-free lift gate. So uh, there's a light that shows up in the back of my Cadillac as I approach it. And that light that shows up is supposed to look like a Cadillac emblem, but it doesn't. And apparently, if I break the light between the Cadillac emblem and the vehicle, the lift gate is supposed to open. And if I do it again, the lift gate will close without my hands, just using my footies as a special needs rocket. Well... <laughs> I say special needs because I broke out the instruction manual because I had to and found out what I was doing wrong because I wasn't able to make this happen. And the instruction manual says, just give it a swick kiff, kick in the center of the back of the, the Cadillac. And I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Nothing's working. And this is not where the light beam is. So then I sweep the leg Johnny. Now I'm, I'm doing it uh, to the left and to the right. And I can, I can activate it. If I, if I sweep the leg just the right way, it'll go glink, glink, and then it'll open. And if I sweep the leg the right way, it'll go glink, glink, and it'll close. The problem is, I don't know where that sensor is. So I'm sweeping the hell out of the back of the thing. I, I, I look like a special needs person trying to find out where in the world I'm supposed to sweep in order to get the thing to open and or close. And then I get frustrated after looking stupid for several minutes, and I just pushed the button. Did it work? The button? Well, you know what? It can't, it's not just you. I watch people at the commissary try to hit the sensor under a variety of different cars, and they're doing the same thing. They're like, and then they're just like, could you just, could you just hit this? <laughs> Or yeah. like trying to use the elbow. <laughs> I prefer to be normal and look normal than kicking the heck out of the air underneath the bumper of my vehicle. That's uh, that's what I'm going to do. Now, uh, you know, if I have an opportunity, I will uh, write to find people at Cadillac and say, I do not approve <laughs> of, of this because I, I feel stupid. So we haven't this talked. This is going to be the news story. What? This is going to be the news story. Internet sensation T-Bone delivers <laughs> mild hypothermia <laughs> after <laughs> spending the night outside sweeping the leg Johnny. Sweeping the leg Johnny. <laughs> I know you don't listen to the show, which is not uh, – you should – it's the professional thing to do. You should review the product that we present. I'm not a professional. <laughs> I want to do a live show. You know I've been talking about doing a live show. I want to do a live show 
on Tibbs Eve. Tibbs Eve is a wonderful holiday invented by the Newfoundlanders many years ago. Tibbs Eve is um, based on this philosophy. Uh, on the 23rd of December, you go out with your friends and you get pissed. Uh, you have a great time. You drink enough to deal with your family on the 24th or the 25th. And because I, I, I lived uh, in Newfoundland for years, I... I'm uh, attached to some Newfoundland, Newfoundland websites, and I want to invite some genuine, no kidding, Newfoundlanders to the live show on Tibbs Eve. Now, on Tibbs Eve, and, and I need you there. I need you there. So please check your schedule and find out if you could be there. Five o'clock, Tibbs Eve, Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 Newfoundland Time, uh, 11 p.m. Central European Time. A lot of time zones in effect here. I'm going to get some genuine Newfies, and I'm going to get our friends and our families that are on the show. We're going to get them all together. We're going to do a giant quarantine conversation-esque type thing, and we're going to have a blast. And there's going to be drinking, and there's going to be costumes. Everybody's got to wear a Halloween costume. Everyone's got to wear a Christmas costume. Everyone's got to have a drink in front of them. It's going to be a blast. It's yes. Yes. I have Gatorade. You have Gatorade, but you know, for the Tibbs Eve episode, it's going to be Gatorade flavored with gin. We don't really need to know the truth. Okay. It's just, you know, you're drinking. Yes. You know, I haven't had a drink in almost a month. Good for you. I'm so proud. I think in the last month I went a day without a drink. Well, there's many ways to be great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And I don't know what happened, friend. I mean, I do. I love a good sip. I just, like, haven't had one. <laughs> My downfall, I don't go out partying. I don't go out drinking. You know, when I'm with the hash, I drink. But it's not crazy. But I love my uh, my nightly cocktail. I love to go to bed with a drink, whether it be, it doesn't matter what it is. I like to go to bed with a drink. And when I don't go to bed with a drink, I have to substitute that with a sleeping pill, which I took mel- hmm. melatonin. You know, I always get this wrong. <laughs> uh, what is it? Melatonin and what's the skin color one? Melanin. Yes. I took a couple of pills of melanin and woke up with a lower credit score. Uh, <laughs> I always get those wrong. First of all, that's one of my favorite jokes. I actually did that. The first time I did that joke, I think it was in uh, Nashville or, or somewhere near Nashville, maybe, maybe Jackson. And uh, I had just gotten back to the States and I was pale as a ghost and I went into a tanning booth and I got really sunburned inside a tanning booth not recommended and 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 that night i told that joke for the very first time i got so much color i lowered my credit score (laughs) i love that joke it's a great joke i completely sidetracked myself what was i talking about you're taking melatonin yes i took a melatonin and it's like uh these pills they come in like five milligrams and, you know, I'm the size of an elephant, so I'm not going down with five. So I took two. I took 10 milligrams of melatonin. And, uh, whoo, waking up was a challenge, man. And, uh, I, I, it was like Michael Jackson with his uh, night m- uh, milk. His, his uh, you ha- How were your dreams? It is so crazy that you asked that. I had the most vivid and insane dreams that night. I haven't even forgot them, but they were so disturbing. I have not spoken about them aloud. I was like, that is 1000% not who I am. I would not allow that to happen. I would not do that. So for for I swear a dream- to God, taking melatonin releases some kind of part of your lizard brain. You're like, I have woken up and been like, oh, my God. Or what what possessed me while I was supposedly melatonin is really good for cell development and cell reparation. It's a really aside from the sleeping aspect, supposedly it's really good for your body. But yeah, yeah. Crazy dreams. dreams. Crazy dreams. (laughs) I I was taking melatonin when I first when I first got to Spain. I'm I already am a terrible sleeper. I have just erratic sleep schedules, and I, sometimes I just won't sleep for three days. So <laughs> I was taking it when I got here originally, and I was in the barracks room. I had a room to myself, and I didn't have anything to do. And I would I was keep keeping a, a dream diary. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember it was like sitting on my desk and some of, the, my, some of the old AFN crew came over to hang out and they're like, oh, this is like, I was like, I've been taking that melatonin. <laughs> so I've been keeping a dream diary. I'm like, do not look in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not me. It's not they, who I am. I have no I, idea what shameful. is in my brain. The dreams were shameful. Like that is exactly, I, I'm not that person. There's no way I would allow that. We should, we right. should both just start a melatonin dream diary together uh, but it'll be anonymous so they would have to they would have to we would write it in a yes. way where <laughs> they don't know if it's your you dream or my dream <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah good old melatonin dreams man <laughs> well we have a one we have had a wonderful time conversating but it's time we get on to the regular segments are you ready to talk about some cooking it's time to talk about cooking and tonight prove one thing Have you been cooking lately? I have, actually. <laughs> tell me, tell me, Chef Chick Brew, what have you been cooking? Well, I made some pad of shoe. You made some pair of shoes? <laughs> I did. I made some more. I made some uh, gingerbread. At this point, you're just rubbing it in that you can make these things and I can't. <laughs> 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 well, on today's menu, we They're have a pair so of shoes. So whenever I have to like show up somewhere, I know if I make these things, it will be a wow. And everyone will be like, this is so good. And I am like, yeah, it's great. And it's like not that expensive to make. And my partner cannot make them <laughs> ever. I didn't send you pictures of the last ones, but they came out real nice. My piping has <laughs> gotten so much better. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. You're at sea level. I'm not at sea level. It's got to be something. I, I, I'm doing everything we'll right with the exception of the fact I can't make them. We live show where we make them in the kitchen together. <laughs> <laughs> so you made some pair of shoes. What was the occasion? I wanted to try a new pastry cream. I made it with the gingerbread. I'm like, I put some molasses in it and some spices. It came out really nice. And so I took them to a going away and then I gave some to like Doug and all those people that I work with. I want to make a light, fluffy dough. Is the parachute recipe so you can make eclairs? Right. You can same. make uh, cream puffs <laughs> using that recipe. But Correct. is there another way to make a light, fluffy dough that uh, I could maybe succeed in? Well, it's really similar to like making Yorkshire puddings. Yeah, you say that as if everybody in the world makes Yorkshire puddings. I, I don't. But, I mean, if you want to, like, you could try that. I'll send you a recipe. <laughs> it's similar in ingredient, and it will puff up and be hollow inside, so you could put... Whoa, 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 whoa. In there. Yorkshire pudding is baked? Yeah. All you put right. oil in the tin. You, you put, like, vegetable oil in your uh, muffin tin. You can do a muffin tin. Uh-huh. And you heat that up. Uh-huh. So your your pan is hot, your oil is hot, and then you take it out and you put your batter in real quick. I use like a squeeze bottle. You can use like an empty ketchup bottle. No, no, bottle no, no. I, I, I am so focused on getting this right that I actually bought some tubings <laughs> materials. Uh, <laughs> and so you just uh, put it in the tin while the oil is still hot and then put it in the oven. That's how you get like that kind of like crispy fried bottom, but you bake them in the oven. I want to try this. I, I have failed at making a pair of shoes. I would love to make a Yorkshire pudding. Okay. So send me the recipe and we will do that. That's uh, what I got. Hey, did you know I made a commercial for iHeartRadio? Hey, everybody, it's T-Bone. Did you know you can listen to the Lunsby Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio has created two new features on the app. You can now auto-download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to the Lunsby Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. Ah, what do you think about that so there? Nice. Yeah. Do they pay you? They should pay you. They should pay us. Everybody should pay us. Millions and millions <laughs> of, of dollars. 
Oh. Or a dollar. <laughs> yes, not <me. laughs> And this week's shipment, I got another million bidets. I still only have... You get a bidet. You get a bidet. <laughs> I still only have three toilets, but I've got a million bidets. I have two. That takes out five. We're good. We're well on our way. Have you looked down Amazon Puntoes? to see if you can get a bidet that would fit your fittings. So uh, I've always wanted to send you a bidet and it's easy for me to do. I send you many things. I'm just afraid that uh, our empirical standard here and your metric standard there, I don't, I'm afraid that I would send you one and it wouldn't work. I have not looked, I, which is funny because I look on uh, <laughs> Amazon Spain all the time because a lot of times things are cheaper there, um, which is hilarious to me. But I haven't looked for a bidet on there, which is weird because I look for all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, yeah, we have, you know, leading up to Christmas, we uh, we are on the verge of divorce again, as we are every Christmas. Every Christmas, we're, we're, both of us are on the verge of just saying, you know what? It, being married isn't worth it because both of us want to make the other one happy. And both of us fail at doing said thing. What do you want for Christmas? I don't need nothing for Christmas. And that voice could actually be both of us because we both say the same thing. I don't need for nothing. I don't want nothing. If I want something, I buy it. It's just that simple. But, you know, I'm so over year after year after year buying her stuff, trying to just be the love of her life, showing how much I care for her. And then it goes in a closet and it never, ever comes out again. It's never used. It just, so this year, but uh, this year, you know, I've tried to keep it as super simple as possible. I, I, I gave her two ideas of something that I would like. I, I need it. I want a new cutting board. I want a nice cutting board, like a wood one that I could. I think I did this a couple years ago, and I think I said something like, I want a rolling pin. I don't have a rolling pin. I want a rolling pin. And then the rolling pin she got me was like the size of like a pen, and it, and it weighed like two ounces. I'm like, who, who, who rolls? How do, you, how do you? But I was appreciative. I was very appreciative and I was happy that she listened to me and she got what I wanted. But in the end, I'm like, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't kill a fly with this rolling pin. It's so small and so lightweight. It was like, it was like a gag rolling pin. I'm used to like heavy duty marble, like 16 inches wide, like one sweep and it's done rolling pin. And she got me like the, like a knockoff version. So I asked her for a chopping block and uh, I'm afraid of what I'm going to get, but it doesn't matter. I will still be thankful and appreciative. I asked her for that and some slippers. Now I've given her two things that I would like for Christmas that I could buy for myself or give her the option of buying for me, uh, including all of the guilt that goes along with that if I don't use it, which she doesn't have. So I gave her two things and I asked her, can you, in the kindness of your heart, give me two things? Well, it's the 17th of December, the days are ticking away and I still, still, don't have two things I can get her. So once again, I'm just buying random things and cash. Merry Christmas. Here's some cash. Go figure it out for yourself. How about extended family gifts? What have you given your extended family? Um, actually, so the kids, I just messaged my brother and that was a whole eight hour conversation when I was just like, what do you want me to get him? It's Prime Day. It was like Black Friday. I was like, it's Black Friday. Let me order it and it'll get delivered to your house. And it literally took like three hours for them to just pick something that I didn't suggest and um, was over my budget. <laughs> and they said, we'll just pay the rest. And I said, order it. I'll send you the money. <laughs> uh, so whatever we got the kids, that's great. Um, I am still uncertain as to what that was. And um, I got my mom really only collects like two things, but she really likes Wedgwood. And when I was for the record, your mom said something on Facebook recently that cracked me up and I wanted to like it, but there was no like option on the thing. Uh, this is was back it? and forth between uh, she was ratting you out and you, you, uh, how dare you rat me out? And then she said something. And it was so funny to me and I wanted to laugh at it, but the laugh option didn't exist. I love you, Jan. <laughs> so I, I will tell you what she said uh, in just a moment. But, um, oh, she said, 
this is her mom. She's lying to you. <laughs> and then <laughs> I said, mom, how could you sell me out like this? That this reminds me of the time you ran inside and locked me outside with a swooping owl. <laughs> she says, I, I have, have no, no recollection. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows full well because I will never let her forget that. Well, I, 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 I think in, she has forgotten it. She has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I will never, I will never forget it. So when I was in Italy, we went to a Christmas market and they had a piece of Wedgwood at the Christmas market. Wow, so look at I that. It. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and it was significantly cheaper than trying to buy it in the States. So uh, I have that. I got to mail that off. And then I don't know what to get my dad. My dad's hard. But um, how about some mustache trimming equipment? He has that. <laughs> had, I've never seen my dad without a mustache. I know. We've talked about it. Yeah. And he has it. He has an incredible mustache. It's a good mustache. Hiding a tattoo from his motorcycle gangster days. Probably, because none of us know. None of us know. Dads are hard to buy for. We get it. We get it. But you know what? We're also super appreciative of anything we receive. I'm going to get him something. But you don't know what it is. No, but it will come to me. I, I can't never... I, hold on a second. Hey, sir. Just, just lay down. <laughs> so that is a normal instinct for a dog. That is normal. And, and I tell Zeus all the time when he's doing the uh, instinctual prepare his bed to make sure it's safe uh, episode, I tell him that I've already checked it. It's okay. And, and then he'll lay down. He, he can't. He's so tired. So um, for my extended loved ones, uh, I send uh, Omaha Steaks gift basket. And if you sent that to your dad, he would be very appreciative. I got him a really good Christmas gift, like when I was in high school. Well, he doesn't listen. So what is it? No, I got him. I got him the soundtrack of the NFL CD. <laughs> Monday Night Football. It is his favorite thing. No, he it still, isn't. It isn't. He, no, it lives in his truck. Yes, because it has to live in his truck because dads are appreciative. That's Men are appreciative. Oh, yes, yes, lovely daughter. It's one of my favorite gifts. I keep it in my truck all the time. I listen to it all the time. Is what he's going to say, what all men are going to say. Why? Whether we like it or not, we are appreciative of the nah. thought. I can never do it. I can't, I can't beat it. <laughs> I know he listens to it because my mom says if she has to listen to that CD one more time, she's going to get a divorce. <laughs> no, um, I have some ideas. I just. Well, time I is ticking. So I, I do not recommend Harry and David's. What? I don't know who Harry and David are, but I see them as a cute couple that live in like Vermont. You know, uh, and they have a, <laughs> this has been my analogy I'm using a lot lately. And they both wear bow ties and they both wear a vest that matches their bow tie. And they live in Vermont and they're a cute couple and they make baskets. Harry and David's makes baskets and uh, you could send them because, you know, shipping is free and you could send them. And like, here's a Harry and David's basket. And and, and people receive them and they're like, um, this is not good. This is, this, oh, look, it's got a cake in it. And we had a Harry and David's cake last night. And I'm like, ah, this is not good. Well, this is a real thing? Yeah. I just thought this was like a fantasy that something that you, you longed for. These are the you kind wanted, of fantasies I have. Yeah, like all his melatonin dream was he was the Harry and Harry and David. And he had a whole tie that matched his best. And he was part of a cute yeah. little couple. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a real thing. Now I have to Google yeah. Yes, this is the, oh, God, I'm laughing too much. This is exactly the kind of dreams I have on Melatonin. Harry <laughs> and Oh, 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 it like populated. Yes, they're not good. Send your dad some steaks. Send your dad some steaks. Send him a lobster gram uh, and he will be appreciative of it. Gram. Yeah, lobster grams are real things. When many, many years ago, my friend Roger like Dumont, was the, they're, they're very dry. And pears? Why would I send this? Why are they so expensive? Have you ever seen the Seinfeld episode where Seinfeld I sent his mother like nuts. the fruit of the month club? Why would you do this? <laughs> 
It's okay. Every month you'll get another subscription of fruit. Why, Jerry? Why would you do this? We just went to Trader Joe's and we're like, yeah, this is I. I like threw in a basket. Yeah, it's like it, me making a welcome to Rhoda basket. It, but the it, wine it is an it. Aldi no special. Wine. Yeah, they have wine. Oh. Not in the ones I'm seeing. Maybe you're looking at the international version. All right. Uh, we spent a long time talking about cooking. I think it's time we go to this. Everything, everything, uh, book of everything. everything uh, with no emphasis on the word book, because that cracks my voice for some reason. Book. Here, you know, when me and the wife, we watch Jeopardy every night because... Uh, I have a tradition of watching Jeopardy, and she has accepted that tradition as her own, and it's what we do. And any time a clue comes up to a place we've been, we always answer the clue, and then we shout at each other, uh, we've been there. Today, in the book of everything, and I'm missing a pen, so if somewhere in the course of our conversation I ever repeat this fact, it's because I didn't have a pen on me right now to check it off the list. Uh, from the book of everything. Use some blood. Ah, yes. When Montenegro, be- we've been there, became independent from Yugoslavia, its internet domain went from being you.yu to me.me. <laughs> 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 That's right. The internet domain for Montenegro is .me, and the internet domain for Yugoslavia was .yu. It went from you to me. I love that. When I was in ice, there was an adult entertainment store. Woohoo! And um, the internet domain for Iceland is .is, and this store was called Pen. Dot <laughs> <laughs> <That> is <laughs> their uh, name was their their name was their website. Do do adult entertainment stores exist anymore, or yes. is it all done on the internet? No, they absolutely exist. As as a, as a young man, if I wanted to buy something from adult entertainment, it's it's so funny how we change over time. All right, we're not going to talk about adult entertainment stores. We're going to talk about something as simple as prophylactics. You you feel me? You know what I'm talking about. So for the kids in the audience, if they want to Google the word prophylactics, first they're going to have to find out how to spell it. Uh, When I was a young man, it was embarrassing to buy prophylactics. You know, you didn't want to buy it. uh, It was embarrassing. Even though you wanted to use them and be safe, you got a prophylactic. eh? Uh, You you know, you had to, like, look at the cashier and you had to make, you know, you didn't want it to be weird. You didn't want to walk up there with a box of prophylactics and uh, someone that knows your mother is the cashier. It It was always, always weird. The same with adult entertainment stores. It was always weird. But as you grow older your care for what other people think about you decreases dramatically. And then as you grow even older, you want to engage someone else's thought process. I buy prophylactics on almost every shopping trip. I do not use them nearly as frequently as I would like. I have boxes and boxes of prophylactics in this house. Let's start putting those if, as your tips. If, and not only leave you a tip, I'm saving you 18 years of... If you ever... Oh, God, that's hilarious. If you ever need an army of balloon snakes... I am your man. I got you covered. I can do that. I can make a ton of balloon snakes for you um, because I I don't know how to turn that balloon into anything else. (laughs) So I'm much older now and I have no real reason to be buying these things. Maybe, you know, for my birthday. Anyway, (laughs) I buy them, but I buy them with like strange objects like uh, today i gotta pick up some cucumbers and a box of prophylactics today i need duct tape uh, and a box of prophylactics you know i, I there's a shovel and some prophylactics these are oh yikes <laughs> <laughs> go on Do it's tell. just funny how things change over time all right that was uh Wow, that got twisted. That was Montenegro and Yugoslavia. How did we get on that? Anyway, you know, 
I say this all the time. I cannot believe this is in the book of everything. Or maybe it's in the book of everything and I didn't have a pen around. I'm not, I'm going to skip that. I think I've told that before because I use that all the time. Do you know what S-O-C-K-S means in Spanish? I I don't know what anything means in Spanish. Listen to me closely. Spell the word socks. S-O-C-K-S. That's correct. I tell people this all the time. I thought I learned it from the book of everything. Maybe I haven't shared it. S-O-C-K-S, spelling out the word socks in Spanish means... Eh, it is what it is. And it's one of my favorite Spanish phrases. Because when you're down and out and you can't deal with it anymore, you just, eh, S-O-C-K-S. And Spanish-speaking people will understand it is what it is. In English, I hate that phrase. I hate it is what it is in English. Because that means you've just accepted your situation. It is what it is. But when you say it in Spanish, spelling the word socks, it's much cooler. S-O-C-K-S. ¿Qué? ¿Qué? What did you say? Eso sí que es. Oh, claro. Claro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't mira any harder. <laughs> I can't mira any harder. <laughs> we never say it once or twice. Mira, mira, mira. Mira, oh mira. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the same thing with C. C, C, C. Yeah, you can't say you can't say you can't say yes once in Spanish. It always has to be at least three. Mira, mira, mira. You know who has blessed us with their presence today? The kids. You used to call me on my. I will get them a script and we will do a new The Lunsby Show hotline and they'll do a great job. I'm sure of it. Wow, did I come in hot there. So uh, finally, in case you didn't know, there's going to be a supplement to last week's show. For some reason in the editing, I... I was doing birthday boost. I was doing my friend Alex Brewer's birthday boost and then never finished it and never included the honorable mentions. They got edited out of last week's episode. So there, there, there will be a supplement to last week's episode with the explanation. I'm sorry. I missed your birthdays. But for this week's episode, are you ready to do some birthday boost? All right, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know what the heck's going on here, every week me and Chick Brew look at our list of people on Facebook who are celebrating birthdays, and then for those people who we really like, we give them a birthday boost, and for those people who are not really, really liked, we give them this thing called an honorable mention. Wow, I just look at Damian Robinson's AI pictures, man. They are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done that yet? Have you done that whole AI Photoshop thing? No. Uh, I don't need the Russians to have my information. Well, you know, uh, SUNY was the first person to do that that I saw, and hers looked amazing. Yeah. And I've seen a couple of scents, and they look really good. They're super super cool. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. All right. Uh, Every week, uh, if you have a birthday. Hey, saw your AIs. (laughs) When you give in. What did you say? I said three weeks from now and be like, hey, I saw your AI. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. uh, Tomorrow is the the actual birthday of someone that who was on last week's birthday that I screwed up. So uh, moving forward, who is in your birthday boost? Uh, first up is my road time bestie, Jordana Storaro. We spent three such a good Irish name. She's Italian. (laughs) You think it's a joke? I got it. (laughs) <laughs> She's very Italian. No, we spent three years being roommates on tour. Um, one of the nicest, loudest, crudest people I've ever met. Oh, I she like her already. Amazing. She is amazing. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I should give you this. Not really sure if that was earned, but I'll give it to you just the same. Uh, my first birthday boost out of the two that I have to give is going to go to my friend Patrick Nearing. 
Oh, I know him. Yes, Pat is uh, the beauty of the hash in that the hash introduces me to people that I would never deal with in any way, shape, or form outside of that organization. We we run together, we drink together, we have fun together, but his political views are completely different than my political views. His opinions on things are completely different than my opinions on things, and it's okay we're allowed to have different opinions and different views because we're adults. And that's one of the things I love about the hash is it introduces me to a bunch of people who I would never meet. And he is amazing. Just a couple of weeks ago, I feel like we did his wife Amanda's birthday. They are an mm-hmm. amazing couple. They have amazing kids. I, I love them. I enjoy being in their presence. They make me happy to be me. And, and, and I'm happier because I know them. So as always, uh, I live vicariously through people in the Nearing family, specifically Patrick. I live through him. <laughs> Didn't he like smoke us during our sober October run fest? Yeah, he 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 did. I was in the lead until like the last day, and then he just like ran thirty miles in one day just to like prove a point. Now okay. I I I don't think I've ever rescinded a birthday boost, but now I feel like I should rescind it. I think that's how I met him was through that uh, well weird time in our life. <laughs> Who is your second birthday boost? Uh, Brian Burgess. I uh, have not known him for as long as many other people on my list, but he is super cool cat. He actually lives out in Barcelona, and he owns a gym, gym, gym distillery. You've talked about this cat in the past. Yeah. I like this yeah, guy. he's super cool. Um, it's called Corpin. Um but yeah, and it's it's a nice gin. I'm not a huge gin drinker, but I have gone through a couple of bottles, and I paid for them. They weren't freehand. You know? <laughs> like, he did give me a bottle with um, one of the first ones that came out of production, and I tried it, and then I've I've bought it since then. It's good. All right. So yeah. What's his name again? Brian Burgess. Brian Burgess with the boost with the birthday boost. I'm going to go out of the the norm here. I'm going to give a birthday boost to someone who we've never mentioned on the show before. Andre Holloway. Check, bro. When I say this guy is a wordsmith, I, 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 I mean it in a way you can't understand. Andre will take the word, any word, uh, give him the word the, and he would be able to take the word as simple as the most spoken word in the English language, the, and he would convert that into hilarious material. He, I've seen him do it many, many times with a variety of words. Andre Holloway is the greatest wordsmith I've ever met. He's a very funny man. I enjoy being in his presence. I enjoy watching him perfect his craft. He's just an amazing guy. And I wish him nothing but the biggest and the baddest and the brightest of birthdays. All right, in the honorable mention section, somebody not good enough to get a birthday boost. Who do you got in your honorable mention section? I have a lot of birthdays right now. That's well, like that was the hardest part. I got Lori Lockwood, Hannah Fry. I got James Hannah Blatton. Fry. How do I know Hannah Fry? He's at AFN here in Rhode Island. Oh, okay, yeah. Mary Francis, Stephanie Hatcher, Kathy Harper, Jacob. Rashawn Fenner, my sister-in-law, but I'm saving her for, she'll be a special one. Okay, she'll be a special one next week. She's in between when we'll do this next. I love, I love the. Listen, so I don't want her to like. (laughs) Yeah, don't ruin it. Don't waste it. Because my brother. Yes. Was like, did you say (laughs) for his daughter? He's like, did you say her birthday? She's mad because you didn't say her birthday. (sighs) I was like, but we did. You're such a bad aunt. (laughs) mid-january is that all of your honorable mentions for this week yeah all right uh going down my list real quick i got herbie gill uh, and tim kidd both very funny comedians and then i got either deborah or tony colosi 
You don't know because it's a joint account. You know what I'm saying? Drew Drew Thomas is celebrating his birthday. Marco Sanchez and Gail Luloff. Uh, I I don't want to go into a long story. I met Gail and Gil in China. And Gil was the last SR-71 pilot, an amazing man. I really enjoyed uh, learning uh, talking to him and speaking to him. And I, I maintained friendships with him for over the years. And he was a fan of the show, but uh, but he has since passed. So uh, Gail has moved on with her life. And, and she's a lovely lady, and I like her. I don't know if she listens, but I know Gil listened. Uh, I mentioned Drew Thomas. Maria Louise is having her birthday. One of my favorite... Um, I don't know. So let's see. It's Norway, Sweden, Finland, and the Netherlands. It's somewhere up in that area is where Maria Louise is from. I believe she's from the Netherlands, but the Netherlands was called Holland, and she's a Holland. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so confused about her genetics. (laughs) I, 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 I can tell you. Well, I can't tell you. Let me say her and her mother. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful women. Beautiful, beautiful women. So her genetics are perfect. Where those genetics come from, I'm not really sure. And that's it. (laughs) That is the end of uh, birthday boost for me. Actually, the honorable mention section. It's funny because she she was a hasher and she married another hasher who's also a friend of mine. And we are running super late on this episode. So inst- I, I know there is a segment that we did not get to. But I know, and you actually had a good lead in earlier. Did I? What was it? It was Grinchy. That's okay. Save it for the live show. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, have you checked your schedule? Have you figured it out? Do you know what we're doing yet? Can you be available? But I'm going to, I already put it in my calendar for the 23rd. 23rd, five o'clock central European time. 11 my time. I'm sorry. 11 o'clock central European time, five o'clock Eastern standard. And I believe Newfoundland time is one and a half hours forward, or maybe it's only 30 minutes. Don't worry, newfie people. I'll remember what it is when I put out the invite. I'm going to invite some newfies. I'm going to invite all of our regular friends. We're going to do a live show. We're going to have a blast. It'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm always looking forward to something. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. As always, I remind you to just be the best person that you could be. And if you were a great person yesterday, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. I have to pee so bad. You saw, <laughs> have you seen this gallon of water disappear throughout the episode? <laughs> it and is you're going to make it reappear. Magic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. That's your extra little segment for those who care.